welcome to the Super Size Phys Ed Podcast. My name is Dave, and I think we need another kindergarten episode. I'm not going to lie. So this will be part two, kindergarten survival tips. I think we need it. I know I need it. So here we go. All right, PE Nation. So I've had, let's see, how many days of kindergarten so far? I've had two days and five days and two more days. So we've had nine days of school so far, and that means nine days of kindergarten. And I'm not going to lie, this has been probably the toughest year of kindergarten I've had so far. In my 12, 13, I'm trying to think how many years, teaching uh, PE, just PE, It's I think it's the toughest year. And I think it's the, the students just... I don't know. They're, they're definitely, they seem younger. They're, some of them are not ready. Some of them have never been to pre-K. And so it's been rough. And I know that's pretty much every year. I just think for some reason there's more of it this year. I don't know what's going on. Now, if you haven't listened to part one, I would suggest you go back and listen to my last episode. It is part one of the kindergarten survival t- tips or guide. I don't know what I called it, but it was, I'm, I'm just kindergarten's got me frazzled this year. I'm not gonna lie. So uh, now part one, um, some tips in there, and then this is part two. So we're going to do another boomer countdown of tips for kindergarten. And hopefully this, you'll get some benefit out of this because I was thinking about it. And these are definitely tips that helped me the last, you know, nine days. So here is number one. Okay. Number one is go super duper slow. I know I touched on this on, on the first part, but man, I have to go super slow this year with directions, with uh, just how they come in, how they sit, how they line up, how they get bathroom breaks, which all of them seem to need at the same time, how they get water. It's been a process. And this week, for the most part, we've gone really, really slow. We've done just some really easy things. And sometimes we take the whole class period on just a few basic things, and then we just cover each class. So again, it's not a big, number one's not going to bring the house down, but number one, you know, just go really, really slow, and it's okay to go slow. So that is number one. All right, that was kind of a short one, but just keep that in mind. So number two, don't worry about the grade level outcomes or the standards. Get the basic stuff down. It is, and this this goes for classroom teachers. This goes for obviously PE teachers because I taught in the, I taught in the classroom for over ten years. You gotta get the basic stuff down first. You you can't worry about the content right now. If you are desperately behind in you know throwing and catching skills or whatever you're gonna start off the year with, it's okay. Get the basic stuff down. Some of the things. I mean, honestly, we're just learning. You know how to sit on a dot. And, you know, the way I like it is crisscross applesauce and I'll say crisscross and that's, they'll say applesauce and I'll check to see if they're, they're ready. Uh, you know, just things like that. It depends on what you like. You know, we'll go over things like I've talked about these signals like match me or if you want to clap in a pattern or a whistle pattern, you know, whatever your signal or signals are, get those down first, get all the basics down first. Cause if they're crawling all over the place, they're off their dots. They're running around, not listening. You're never going to get them anyway. As far as standards and grade level outcomes and content, you got to get the basics down first. So don't worry about the standards and all that crazy stuff. And that is number two. 
All right, number three is brainstorm ideas with teachers or admin administration. So what was happening for us was kindergarten was coming right from the lunchroom, and they had to be at PE or any of the specials at the pretty much the same time. They had no travel time. They had no bathroom time. They had nothing. And we decided, uh, again, this is administration, and you know we said yes to this, you know, we pushed everything back five minutes. Now, it doesn't really help with the bathroom, but it helps with their transition time. It helps getting them there. Um, it's a pretty decent walk from our cafeteria to the PE pavilion. So getting them there on time just wasn't happening. And, you know, we're trying to figure out some other things with the bathroom, with lunch boxes. Where do they put them? With water bottles. And you might have your own theories, ideas. Whatever you do is, I'm sure it's great. But what I do, at least I've been doing lately, is we put out, now we have three three to four classes at a time of kindergarten. We had five last year, and for some reason that went way better. I don't know what happened this year. But when they come in, they're on lines and they're colors. The first line is purple. So we'll have a purple hula hoop right in front of that line, and they'll put their lunch boxes in there. And usually they're water bottles, and we'll do a water break. Sometimes we'll let them bring them in the, under the pavilion. It's just based on if we're going to play a game under there and we need the water bottles gone. Um, of course, then they want water. So we, we have to do a water break. You know, all this has to occur and it's not easy. So again, brainstorm ideas with teachers, with administration, with if you have paras, um, you know, all these things, all these people, get them involved and figure out what is best for your classes. And that is number three. All right, number four is my favorite one, I think. It just plays simple games. I mean, you can play things like Simon Says. I do what's called Dot Commander. So they'll be standing on their dots, two feet on their dot, and I'll say, I'm Dot Commander, and they'll, I'll make them say, you know, or I'll have them repeat, yes, sir, Dot Commander. And it's like Simon Says, but Dot Commander says, you know, two, you know, move two feet in front of your dot, behind your dot, to the side of your dot, one foot on your dot, all sorts of things. Simple, simple, simple. I don't really let them move. Today was the first day I let them move off their dots because we noticed they didn't know their numbers. And it was kind of funny, actually. Um, we have numbers on our dots. So they know their numbers for some reason. But then when we asked them to raise their hand, if they were certain numbers, we were quizzing them. Let's say, all right, if you're number 15, raise your hand. And, you know, again, there should be three number 15s because there's three classes. You know, maybe one of them raised their hand. So number recognition might not be their thing yet, but some of them know where they sit. They know, who, and I said, "Well, take a look who you sit next to on your, you know, both sides." I was scared to say left and right because I didn't know what would happen. But on both sides, look at who you're sitting next to, know your order, and that's where you're going to come back to. So I let them actually move today, and that was uh, that went better than I thought. So today we played musical dots. So what they had to do was when the music started, we would do certain really low key activities under the pavilion. Like I had them like pretend they're airplanes and they'd walk around in a certain direction. And I had my pairs walk in the direction too. a big, like circle in a, I guess it was counterclockwise direction. It's up to you. And when the music stopped, I had first, I had them freeze. And then I said, they had to walk back to their dots and they'd find their dots, their colors and sit. And I even did a challenge like the first class that would, that sits crisscross applesauce on their dots wins. And fortunately all three classes won around and I told them I'd give them, uh, we do what's called bear paws. They each got every, everybody in the whole play, the whole pavilion got a bear paw today. 
but it was a challenge. I challenged them to find their dots and sit as fast as they can, and they were helping each other. It was really, really good. Now, we have a track for our laps, and I almost had them do a lap today and then come back and get a drink, and I was like, no, they're not ready yet. And on our court, we could do, and I will do soon, like a uh, follow the leader on the lines just to see if they can follow the lines, get back to their dots. Again, very basic things. And it's back to like number one and two, like take it slow. Don't worry about the content. Get these things right. Okay. So again, that was musical dots. I think it's a great, easy game. We also went over just simple dances and we had our mascot Webster out there, which they love. And we should, if you, if you have no idea who Webster is, and again, I I don't get money for this, but if you look at my TikTok or my, um, on my Instagram, I think I put him sometimes on my Twitter and all the, those should be in the show notes. You can see a lot of Webster, especially on my TikTok. I put Webster on there a lot. Um, different ways I use him. I use him to show signals or just do funny dances or things like that. And the kids love him. So, and the best is I asked the kindergartners. I never did this before. I said, what does Webster look like? Describe Webster. And it was really funny, some of the things they said about him. Because they're like, he's red. I'm like, yeah, he's red. He's got yellow hair. Yeah, he's got yellow hair. He's like a balloon. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been going pretty, pretty well. And the kids just love him. We also have fish like blow up fish. Um, I, I originally got those from Palo sports. Um, why can't I think of their new name, but they have a new name. Um, but I think a lot of the main equipment places have these blow up fish and on certain days we'll bring them out. And we've done, we did this a lot the last couple of days just to get the kids used to it. They could dance with the fish and they pass to a friend that's doing a great job. Yes. You'll get some kids that cry and say, I didn't get a fish. Um, that's going to happen. That's a discussion you have to have and which we have had. We also do dice rolling at the end. We have these foam dice and anybody does a good job and that goes for K through five. They get to roll the dice for points or just for fun. Kindergarten's mostly fun. And again, you're going to get some criers or some kids that say, I never get the dice and you'll just, I just say, well, you will get it. Don't worry. Just do a good job. So, but things like that, play simple games, do simple things. And you know, that's my favorite thing. That's probably my best a uh, piece of advice out of all these things is number four, play simple games and take, you know, make simple games, simple activities. And now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, everybody. So your tip of the day is, I guess I'll go back to number one, mostly take things slow, but also to remind you, it gets better. Now, for us, I did notice today was the best day. It's been difficult. I was looking for the right word. It's been very difficult the past eight days. Today was nine again. It was, it's been a lot of crying for no reason. It's been a lot of uh, bathroom breaks, water breaks. I'm too hot. They want to lay down. They want their mommy. Today was a lot better. I could see the progression. They're sitting right. They're listening. I'm not, not all of them, but most of them. There was less, you know, bathroom breaks. They understood the signals, most of them, how, how to signal for a bathroom break. Okay, so there's more listening, and it's, it's just getting better. So I'm, I'm encouraging you to understand that it does get better. And some of you are like, oh, it's going awesome. And for the most part, most years, it's been awesome for me. It's been a rough year for kindergarten this year, I'm telling you. But I also said in the first uh, podcast this is our first time having kindergarten in the afternoon for me at this school. It's usually first thing in the morning. So it's been a you know, different thing for them. Not that they knew that, but it's a different time of the day. 
than we're used to seeing them. So it's been difficult, but you got this. I have faith in you. You keep doing this, keep at it, and things will go well for you. I know you got it. And that is your cowbell tip of the day. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really do appreciate it, and I hope this episode helps you. If it did, by the way, um, if it made you think, if it got you uh, working on things for your program, if it gave you some good ideas, consider a couple things. One, maybe a possible five-star review or four, hopefully five, just to get the word out there and my podcast out there a little more to people that might need the help. And if you want to monetarily contribute, I would not ever, I don't think, ask you to just hit a button and say, hey, give me five bucks. However, um, I did write a book. A lot of you know it's called The Teacher, The Chef, and The Hockey Player. And it gives lots of tactical advice as well as just a good story about a teacher that's struggling and finds three mentors to help him uh, along the way. Um, I'm actually pretty proud of it. It's pretty, it's pretty good for my first book. So if you would consider that, that'd be awesome. You don't have to. Um, I just want you to keep listening, if nothing else, and hopefully that helped you. So have a great day, great week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this, and let's keep pushing our profession forward.